Let's give the Bucks one more win. I think yeah. if I had to pick right, I, I said Suns and six before the series started, and I think I would stick with that if I had to pick again. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of the Verners and Basketball podcast. Adam, quick name an NBA player with the number 18. Oh, wow. You're putting me on the spot. Do you have to use what Google? What number is this? 18? 18. Yeah. Uh, first one that first one that pops up. Who wears 18? Let me Anyone? Can I have a Pastor, second to think. No. Uh oh, Shake Milton. Sixers. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Anyways. Um Very just good. exposed him right off the bat. So happy Shake Milton episode of Burners and Basketball, everybody. Cannot believe this is our 18th episode. We have been talking about the NBA and the silly other things that we discuss on this podcast that are somehow maybe involved with the NBA with you guys for many, many weeks. And thank you so much for all of the support. Uh, before we go into our NBA finals discussion, let's go over the basics. Do not forget to email us, burnersandbasketball at gmail.com. Tweet any hot takes you might have, hashtag burner take, subscribe to the podcast, like, rate, review. I'm forgetting something, aren't I? Follow us on Twitter, burners and b-ball, and let's go. We just watched the Bucks protect themselves from a sweep. Um, I don't know how Adam's feeling about this, but I'm feeling pretty good about this. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad <laughs> that we're getting a series at least. So you, know, you sweeps sweeps are kind of boring, but I of course remain very passionately rooting for Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. So so here's the thing that's tough for me. Like I don't love a player on the Suns, but I generally like more players on the Suns, if that makes sense. It's like yeah. I really like, really like love I don't mean I'm not like <laughs> uh, like in love, like whatever, but I like love Giannis. Like I really do. I really like him. He's one of my favorite like stars of the league, but I don't have that feeling for anyone on the Suns. I really like, I get like love is a hard word. When I was a kid, AKA like last year, when I was 12, I used to like throw that around like, Oh, I love these players. But now it's like kind of a weird thing. Like I don't even want to sit here and be like, I love this specific player. It's more like, I love this team. Yeah. Like, no, I get that. I, I mean, love, I love Chris Paul. But. Yeah, exactly. Like, but it's like, I love Zach Randolph. I love Tony Allen. But then it's like the guys that are like around my age, it feels like weird for some reason to be like, I love them. Yeah. I don't know no, why. I, yeah. I mean, you're, you're like a year and a half older than me, but even like for me, like this year with the draft, like all of these guys are the same age as me and everybody listening to this is going to be rolling their eyes because they've been <laughs> older than these players for years and years. And I'm just the same age as the rookies now. But. I'm finally, I'm finally older, I think, like than most yeah, you of them. Are. Congrats to me. I will be 21. Oh, um, not official yet, but it is official that I will be going to summer league in Vegas this summer, um, covering the NBA. I'm kidding. I'll be covering myself, <laughs> nice. my, my own journey. And Adam, we're still trying to convince Adam to come. So there could very much be a live burners and basketball episode at some point. Yes. In, what do they call Las Vegas? Like what is, it's like, you know, you have uh, like, 
isn't it like Sin City or something? Oh yeah, like maybe. Anyways, I'll be freshly 21. So, and Adam will be freshly like 17 and a half. I don't know how old he is. I forgot. I'm 19 already. <laughs> don't, don't go too far with this. Okay, you're a teenager. Oh, don't give so me that. So I have that superior, superiority. Anyways, I don't even remember what we were talking about. We were talking about basketball and loving players. And I was saying I loved Giannis. I think Giannis is just so unbelievable and somehow is not getting the credit that he deserves. Like, this man is so freaking unbelievable. Look at him. Like, look at him. Look at him tonight. The Suns have been perfect. Like, they've been perfect. It takes a lot to go out and win when they're that hot. They've won that many games in a row. You know what I mean? And you also just like had an injury that looked like it would take you out for like a year. Yeah. I mean, his leg like bent in the wrong direction. It was like, yeah. I mean, to not only like be playing at all, but to be playing as well as he is right now after that is absolutely insane. Uh, he's had back-to-back 40-point, 10-rebound games, and he's the f- only the only other player to do that in the finals is Shaq. Uh, he's he's doing some amazing stuff right now, and uh, it was a shame that nobody on Milwaukee really could help him out in Game 2. Uh, but Game yeah, 3... Yeah, Drew Holiday stepped up. Thank God. Yeah, Drew he's Holiday been... stepped up big time. Even, like, Bobby Portis played well. Uh, <laughs> and he was getting absolutely humiliated in Game 2. Yeah. They were switching up on him just for they were killing him. freaking yeah. fun. Like, it was just for fun. It was like, all right, like, I'll take him, this possession. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it was cool to see Giannis get some support from, from those guys because obviously he's good enough to, uh, to swing a game just from being ridiculous. It's just so crazy watching him play. Even, like, I, you know, we've all watched Giannis dozens of times now, but every time he, like, dozens. runs over someone... And then has some crazy dunk where he like goes half the court in only one dribble. Like, I think we've started to get used to that, which like, I guess makes sense, but it's still like at the same time, absolutely insane to think about some of the stuff he does on a regular basis. And especially now when he's, you know, dealing with the knee injury. Yeah. I think like Haley O'Shaughnessy had a really good tweet tonight. Shout out Spencer's podcast. Um, I don't remember exactly what she said, but the idea of the tweet was like, we are so like, sucked into this like meme culture that sometimes we don't appreciate like how freaking brilliant these players are. You know what I mean? Like with Giannis and like, I'm guilty to this too. You know, you're constantly making the free throw jokes, right? Like you're posting the memes. So it like almost like makes you forget how like unbelievable these people are like as players, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So gotta appreciate them, but we have to acknowledge speaking of, You've mentioned his dunks. That dunk tonight. Um, Cam you, Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, I was. So, okay. So, at, when halftime started, I went to... I, I'm new to YouTube TV because I'm in LA right now, if you guys didn't know. <laughs> Never mentioned it before. But at home, I just have cable. But here, I'm, I had to get a YouTube TV subscription. And so, I switched off a of YouTube TV at halftime to go watch, like, some Netflix. And then around like, you know, like 15 minutes when I assumed the game should be back, I went back to YouTube TV and then halftime lasted like another like 20 minutes. And I was like, what's going on? 
And I checked the score. I was like, okay. And I looked on Twitter and there was two minutes left in the third quarter. And I was still watching the commercials at halftime. And basically what happened was that on YouTube TV, it just paused where I was at when I flipped it. It didn't take me to the live. Oh, yeah. So basically I missed like the whole third quarter. There was a reason for that story. So I didn't even see the dunk live. Um, Kind of disappointing, but I'll pretend like I did just to fit in. Yeah, I mean, I was, I actually was, didn't see that live either. Um, but obviously, I saw the replay. Cam Johnson is awesome. Uh, he's been so good for them to be doing what he's doing as a second year player is is pretty remarkable. And obviously, dunking all over PJ Tucker is a nice touch as well. Absolutely. Sadly, for our sons and four guy. Um, okay, let me go. Let me go on a little rant. Sons and Four Guy, right? An online phenomenon. Goes completely viral. Like, absolutely everyone's tweeting the meme. And then the guy, you know, starts to capitalize off of it. He has his little brand. He's selling his shit. He's making the most out of it. And, And then the internet's like, okay, now this is getting stupid. Like, this is too much. And it's like, y'all can't need to stop, like, making people famous. And then getting pissed off when they try to like do something with that. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Let me be mad about something. Um, It's annoying. Like, yes, like it's like obviously going to get old. Like everything gets old, but like don't hate the player, hate the game. And now I feel like I have to mention Addison Ray, even though this is an NBA. Yeah. So let's talk about this. So I like (laughs) only vaguely know what happened and I tried to like not learn so that I could have it explained to me on the podcast. So explain to me first of all, why explain to me why people were mad at Addison Ray and then explain how you ended up in. Okay. This, okay. I'm glad I can like talk about this because I feel like I have stuff to say that wouldn't fit in character limits. So basically Addison Ray tweeted and she's like, I studied a whole, it was a picture of her with a microphone. Obviously she was doing some interviews at the, wrestling UFC. whatever the hell UFC. that dumb <laughs> shit is sorry to nice. people that listen that like love it um so that could anger some people anyways so she was like i studied a whole three months of broadcast journalists journalism in school for this which is like a stupid caption like girl like come on like i there's gonna be a side of twitter that's like damn, like she's getting this opportunity over people that actually deserve it. But me being reasonable. I'm nice. <laughs> me being the voice of reason. It's like, of course she's going to get that because she's an influencer. Why would I hate on her for that? Exactly what I was saying about the sons and four guy, like get your bag. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. people made you famous and now you're getting opportunities. That's just the way the world works. Obviously it sucks that more qualified people can't get that, but it's literally nothing that she can help or it makes sense. She's famous. People want to see famous people. Anyways, I thought the caption was lame, right? Like, come on, girl. So I tweet it and I was like, this caption's condescending and lame. She was making a joke. I just thought it was dumb. You know, like it's, there's a lot of people that work really hard and you're sitting here kind of like laughing at that, you know, like, oh, like, look at me. Like, I just had to do this to get this yeah. opportunity, whatever. But again, like, I'm not losing sleep. I was like, oh, I think this is a dumb caption. Like, no, I said lame, like condescending lame. 
And then it starts to get like a, a lot of traction. I think it was probably like the most like interacted with tweet that replied to her. It ended up with like 200,000 likes. Jesus. Ratio of like the century. <laughs> Hashtag ratio. Um, and then she tweeted and was like, never mind, y'all got me fired. So I kind of was like joking, like, oh, did I get her fired? Because like I did have like one of the definitely biggest like tweets. Um, but you know what's funny about that is like when you have a tweet like that that goes viral, suddenly you are like backed into this wall where it's like you you have to defend these words with like your life. You know what I mean? Because you have like thousands of people coming at you saying things like, oh, come on, like take a joke, like you're overreacting. And then it's like, wait, it was just one little tweet, you know? Like, I don't, you feel this, people act like that's like, you will die on that hill of that tweet just because it got so much traction. It's just funny. Cause it's like, I'm not passionate about Addison Ray. I really was not upset over it. I just made a little comment. Anyways, funny. Yeah, I'm glad you explained that to me. Cause I had like almost no clue what's going on. I barely know who Addison Ray is, let alone like, all the drama that yeah oh by the way if you're listening to this and you're like not aware of who that is good first of all congratulations um second of all she's a famous tiktoker um lovely girl she's like a dancer i don't even know she's a dancer and such right yeah she's like been under some controversy before i think i think she's been accused or maybe did i think did steal from like black creators which oh geez was what a lot of those people did and got called out for. I remember it was that whole mess at the all-star game where they had, oh, like invited them. That. And then, yeah. yeah. So like, obviously like shady stuff going on there. Don't really feel that bad for like knocking her on Twitter, but it wasn't meant to be a big thing. Anyways, back to basketball. If you're still here, since the name of this podcast is Burners and Basketball, I figure maybe we could dip our toes back into the Burners part and do some burner takes. Yay. Woohoo. Burner takes. Adam, explain what a burner take. Uh, burner take, pretty simple, is a take that you're only comfortable tweeting on a burner account because you don't want to attach your name to it. I feel like that's simple enough. Beautiful. Love that. Okay. So I tweeted out to reply with your burner takes and hashtag burner takes. Shout out to the people that did. Let's go through some and say what we think about them. Sound good? Okay. So these are you guys' finals burner takes. <laughs> okay. Someone said, um, Dragon OG 666. <laughs> That's always my favorite part of when like, people have to read tweets yeah, on TV. The yeah, they'll be like, Dragon. But, but okay, Dragon, you know, said the Bucks would be leading the series if they had a better coach. Uh, Interesting. I don't know. Uh, Mike Budenholzer gets a lot of uh, a lot of flack on NBA Twitter. I guess I like maybe that's true, but at the same time, both games they lost, it was pretty handily. Like Phoenix clearly won. I'm not sure if like a slightly better coach swings it that much i think it was probably more about the players okay well um, the thing is that like if coach bud isn't or however you want to say it isn't the coach then like none of this i'm a big believer in like everything leads to everything so if i walked out the door this morning and 
had to go back in to get my keys. The entire course of my life is changed. I'm not kidding. Butterfly effect. Yeah, there we go. That's how I think. So I'm going to answer it that way. But I do think he has his flaws as a coach. Definitely. I think he's actually a pretty bad coach. So I I don't even think that slander is like that unwarranted, honestly. So KAM Cam 2024 um, says Devin Booker is overrated. Team would be a first round exit without Chris Paul. Uh, Interesting. I kind of agree about the Chris Paul part. Uh, Like, of course I do, but uh, he does so much for them, like orchestrating their whole offense, making everyone so much better. I think it's reasonable to say, you know, like playing against LeBron and Anthony Davis, for example, in the first round, like that's a series they probably lose if they don't have Chris Paul. Um, So I can get on board with this. I Devin Booker being overrated, like maybe a little bit, which like it tends he wasn't it tends even an to all star. Like it tends to happen when guys are in the finals and if they have a big playoff run that they get a little overrated. So I guess that might be true. Um even if he is, I don't think it's like, you know, egregious or anything. I feel like overrated and underrated to 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 use those words to describe someone, it has to be like a grave injustice is happening because everyone's gonna say different things. Like for the longest time, the narrative was like Mike Conley's the most underrated point guard in the league to the point where it was stupid. It's like he's not yeah. even underrated anymore. But yeah. I feel like Devin Booker, what I'm saying is I feel like people aren't high enough on him to call him overrated, if that makes sense. But I get, I definitely agree with like the Chris Paul sentiment, but I also agree that, I mean, I've everyone saw it, that Chris Paul was this missing piece for this team. Like I've never seen a puzzle piece fit so perfectly. Yeah. It's really wild. So it is interesting to see like, okay, if they hadn't acquired Chris Paul, maybe they got someone else. Would they be having this much success or is it literally just like this perfect fit? Um, It's interesting. Yeah. I think the first round exit part, I probably agree with because of how much Paul is valuable to them. Um, But I think, I mean, Devin Booker, I think everyone would agree is very good. Um, Maybe he's a tad bit overrated, but I don't think that much. Okay. Someone said Irish baller 86. These are great names, guys. Someone said win or lose, Giannis wins finals MVP. That's not a thing. No, I but I get I Giannis deserves to be no, recognized yeah, he, he for said sure. as the second person to average. Yeah, I mean, yes, like that, but he will not win finals MVP. Yeah, I mean the numbers he's put up are crazy, and it would be insane if he continues to do it. And he certainly deserves recognition. Why do I feel like Chris Paul and Aiden are like fighting for, <laughs> for yeah, finals MVP? Yeah, I think I think if the Suns win, you've got to give it to whoever you think the best player on the team was during the series. Right now, it seems like that would either be <laughs> that was like the most obvious take ever. Yeah, well, that's yeah, well, that's my response to the take that I disagree with. But uh, okay. but I do I do agree in that like we totally should recognize how good Giannis is, what, like regardless of whether or not they win the series. Jay Crowder is not one of the greatest role players of all time, but I love the energy, Harold. I think it's wonderful. I love Jay Crowder myself, so. I love Jay Crowder as well. Okay, someone said Zach Levine is better than Booker and Mitchell. Uh, Fernan Rex. I disagree, but Zach Levine is very good. Uh, I was never really a Zach Levine fan for a very long time, but 
he proved me wrong in a lot of ways. Uh, he's an incredible scorer. Uh, yeah, improving as a passer, the whole. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Booker and Mitchell are better, but I don't think it's that far off. Um, Wait, Mitchell? Like, am I being dumb? Who is he talking about? Donovan Mitchell. Okay, I thought so, but I was like, since we said finals, I was like, is there a Mitchell in the finals? Okay, no, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I don't. I don't agree with that. But yeah, I think. I think. I would give the edge to Booker like, and I would give the edge to Booker and Mitchell for now, but. Levine is awesome. Like, I don't mean to take away from, from him. I mean, he, he almost is. went 50, 40, 90. He scored 27 and a half points a game this year. Uh, um, he's an, an excellent player. He's with the Bulls still, right? Yep. It'll be interesting. Like, I hate that they weren't able to get a good pick. Did they? What, what pick did No, they, they didn't because they traded their yeah. pick to Orlando for Vucevic. Yeah. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, like, what the hell that team is going to do, which is something we'll explore more in the off season. Um, Okay. This Gavin, this is a really a scorching take. He said the bucks will win this series in six. I disagree. I think the Suns are, I think that's prisoner of the moment. I I can't envision it happening. I'll, I'll be shocked. I think the Suns are just too good to lose four games in a row. Um, like, you know, if you say the bucks win in seven, I, can like I kind of feel you on that, but uh, I don't think this. I think the Suns are just way too good to drop four straight games, which is what would have to happen for the Bucks to win in six, unless like you know Chris Paul gets injured or something or Aiton. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably a bit too far. But uh, for people who think the Bucks are going to win the series, uh, like tonight certainly helps out that that viewpoint. Yeah, and someone else said, David also said he thinks the Bucks are going to win in six. So, interesting. Um, two people said that Sarge is the most important player on the Suns and that he's more important than Booker. Well, right now, what do you think about that? Uh, Dario Sarge, one of my favorite players, like, ever, really. I truly love Dario uh, so much. Uh, but he is not more important than Devin Booker. Yeah, I'm interested in why two people said that. Yeah, like they're they definitely like are really struggling without him because they don't really have another good backup center. They're like trying Frank Kaminsky, who is just like really not good. Um, at the same time, like you know, as important as he is, he is not the. It's not the same thing as Paul or Booker or Aiton or even like Crowder or Bridges or Cam Johnson. Um, He's definitely important. Like, don't get me wrong. And I love Dario, like more than almost anyone else in the entire universe. I love Dario Saric, but that one seems a bit far-fetched to me. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Definitely. It's interesting because like, I'm just thinking of this season, how I kept being like, Jonas Valanciunas is the best player on the Grizzlies. I agree with that. I love Valanciunas. Which is crazy. Oh, man, I miss talking about the Grizzlies. I miss it. It just gave me like a warm thrill up my spine. Just wait for Summer League. Just wait for Summer League. Where they'll somehow get like the eight best players in the draft all in the second round. (laughs) We end up with like Kate Cunningham's like twin brother who no one knew about. He's like 10 times better than him. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, proper Grizzlies draft. There you go. Um. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just feel like there's, let's say Suns and Six. Let's give the Bucks one more win. 
Yeah, I think yeah. if I had to pick right, I, I said Suns and Six before the series started, and I think I would stick with that if I had to pick again. Yeah, I just was trying to be fun and set in seven, but I don't see seven games happening. Yeah, I would love, I mean, a game seven in the finals would be awesome. We haven't had that since LeBron beat the Warriors down 3-1. Man, the other day I was like watching like the last minute of the finals from like the last however many years. And it was so cool, like seeing the different dynasties, you know, come in and out. Yeah. Like you literally had... MJ, and then you had Kobe, and then you had LeBron. Obviously, mixed in, you had, like, those freaking Spurs, you know, and then the Warriors. But, like, it was just cool seeing, like, all those guys just consistently be in it. it yes, yeah. It was wild, like, just watching it happen. In a video yeah, and it's like cool because you could argue whoever wins this, like, that could start a dynasty of their own. You know, like. It's certainly too early to be talking about that full on yet, but like Giannis is a young guy, like Devin Booker and DeAndre are young guys. The the Bucks especially, like they have Giannis on a long term contract. They have Chris Middleton on a long term contract. They have Drew Holiday on a long term contract. So if those three guys are good enough to win together this year, there's no reason they wouldn't be able to next year and the year after that, and like have a chance to win a few times. Uh, obviously that's much easier said than done. Uh, but that's part of what's exciting about this year is that we might be seeing, you know, the start of a run for sub team. But yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that the this series at least goes to six. I'm just hoping that the series goes to six or seven. I don't want, it sounded like I said six or seven, six or seven. I don't want the season to be over. I'm not quite ready for the season to be over. It has been not like the most fun series so far. Actually, it's <laughs> been a little disappointing, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Also, shout out to Maria Taylor for doing a wonderful job. Yes. And Malika Andrews. Finals. Yeah, and Malika Andrews. Both of them have been excellent, and that has been fun to watch. That is how we will conclude. Thank you guys for listening. Next week, when we record, we will probably know who the winner of the NBA Finals is. Maybe we'll record not on Sunday, depending on when the Finals ends, and drop a special episode there. Thank you for sticking with us for episode 18 of the Burners and Basketball Podcast. If you are just joining today, you joined last week. If you've been with us from episode one, we really appreciate you. And every single um, review really helps a lot. So if you have the time, please go rate and review. That would be excellent. Do not forget to follow us on Twitter, Burners and B-Ball. Email us, burnersandbasketball at gmail.com. Hashtag burner take with any hot takes you might have. Thank you. And Adam, last words. Go Suns. Go Suns. Happy Monday. Bye.